Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. It's so exciting to have you here with us on this Wednesday. Locked On Blue Devils, a daily podcast covering Duke athletics. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. On today's show, I chat with Darren Vaught. He is a longtime sports broadcaster in the state of North Carolina, and he, along with Brian McLawhorn, have a new narrative podcast, K and the Crazies, set to debut in January 2022. We talk about that, talk a little bit about the Stuke basketball team here in 2021, and a whole lot more. So make sure you go ahead and leave our podcast a five-star rating and review. Check out their podcast coming soon, K and the Crazies, and uh, yeah. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So without further ado, let's dive right into today's podcast. Welcome back into the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast, everybody. JJ Jackson here with Darren Vaught. Excited to have him on the program for the first time. A uh, longtime broadcaster in the state of North Carolina. And he's got a really cool Duke basketball-specific project debuting in January of 2022. Darren, how are you, my friend? I'm good, JJ. How are you? I'm very well. I'm so excited that you're on the program because I'm excited about this project that you've got coming. I think it's going to be a unique, different perspective regarding Duke basketball, so I can't wait to hear all about it. But let's do a little bit more of an introduction, Darren. So I guess this is a a time to read your bio, kind of shout you out, give your credentials and that sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. um, As you mentioned, longtime broadcaster in North Carolina. I've been based in Raleigh specifically for about seven years now. And have been covering ACC hoops in some capacity since 2013-2014 season. And actually, my first foray into ACC basketball was covering the Jabari Parker, Rodney Hood, Duke basketball team <laughs> for, uh, for Rivals and Yahoo Sports. So I did a lot of... Uh, I shot some video on sidelines, my first game in Cameron. I uh, did some writing that year. That was the year that they played in Raleigh for the NCAA tournament and got beat. Um, and I, let's see, we started a podcast that year and, and uh, did a lot of things. And actually, that was for Brian McLawhorn, who is in on this, this narrative podcast project with me. So, Uh, More recently, I produced the David Glenn Show, uh, a syndicated statewide sports talk radio show in North Carolina for about five years, hosted by David Glenn, who was uh, the founding editor of the ACC Sports Journal, accsports.com. And while doing that, sort of was, you know, dipping my toes into the play-by-play world and that took off too on the side. So I currently do, I'm in my third season with High Point University men's basketball, Tubby Smith, is yep. back in his alma mater. It's his fourth season coaching them. So that's been a thrill. He's the best to work with. Um, I do a lot with USA Baseball. They're native streamed games. So for instance, this past summer when the Olympic team was in Cary, North Carolina, which is where the USA Baseball National Training Complex is, a lot of people are unaware of that. It's, yeah. a, cool, it's a cool little gym we've got in this area. Um, So the Olympic team was in. They played against the collegiate national team for some tune-up games, and I got to call those. Uh, I always do the collegiate national team games, so that's been some good exposure to guys who have gone on to to be 
you know, first overall picks and first rounders in the MLB draft and that sort of thing. And, and I hop on a, lo- a lot of the digital stuff as you do. I know at Auburn, I, I do a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, ACC network extra type streams um, on Sunday. Actually, I'm going to have the number two NC state women's basketball team. There we go. St. Mary's on ACC NX. I'll do that with uh, of, of cardiac pack fame. Ernie Myers will okay. be my broadcast partner for that one. So that I'm looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. So um, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to sum things up. This past summer, I was also the number two for the Durham Bulls. So yeah. uh, I, I, if we keep going, I'll, I'll keep thinking of You'll things. You'll remember but, things, yeah. Yeah, but you guys don't want to hear about me doing uh, high school football in Texas from <laughs> yeah. a monitor in my bedroom. So, <laughs> so oh, I'll man. stop there. I'm sure that would be an interesting story. We'll save that for your repeat visit. All right, so Darren Vaught's here with us. A new project coming out, K and the Crazies. Kind of tell me about this. The idea, how did this come to be? Yeah, so... As I mentioned, Brian and I started working together in 2013, and uh, we were both in grad school at the time studying interactive media at Elon University. So you had to get sort of creative with a final project. And, and I ended up landing on, especially after getting credentialed to these games, I was like, I'd be crazy not to do something Duke-oriented. I did sort of an interactive experience like you could, it was, you could scroll through it, a PDF on an iPad, for instance. And there were some video elements, there were some audio elements. And I I basically did it on the Cameron crazies. And it was a very short uh, perspective project of the sort, but I enjoyed it. A school project at the end of the day, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And it's like you said, it was just that, like I cut some corners, probably it just wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't, it wasn't bolstered out the way that it fully could have been. Right. So we do have all this video footage that I took from this and Brian and I had talked a couple of years later. So by this point, it's probably like 2015 and he has gotten into video production since then. He actually was the producer on the Louisville football all access show on ACC network. And when that happened, we're like, oh, we're in. Like, we've got an end with ACCN. We're going to turn this into a documentary film type episodic thing. And we're, we're in. Like, it's going to be on the ACC network. It's going to be video. It's going to be awesome. And uh, they ended up shortly thereafter doing a very surface level similar thing on the Cameron crazies. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners have, have seen it. Um, it's good for what it is, but it's not the story that we wanted to tell, but it also took some wind out of our sails. So this thing has, has taken on many different forms. Again, starting as a documentary film project, um, we messed around and got a K interview, which is crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, he, other than Michael Jordan, especially in the North Carolina markets, uh, is about the most inaccessible or the least accessible sports figure there is. Like, you just can't get interviewed. And and to boot, like, we got him one-on-one or two-on-one, um, <laughs> but he was talking specifically about the Cameron Crazies and his relationship with the Cameron Crazies. So it's an interview that, A, no one's ever heard it, B... I don't know that many people have heard a similar interview with him because most of the time, you know how this goes going through PR with schools and stuff. It's tough to get anything outside of the, 
the the narrow path that they're on at right. that very moment. So we did this during the summer. You get him, you know, he's up in his his office. It literally requires a handprint scan to get in there <laughs> at Cameron Indoor Stadium up on the third floor. It sort of overlooks Kville. Um, so we got this and we've been sitting on it. So he announced his retirement and I just, I, I, I got my wheels turning because I texted Brian and I'm like, look, man, we can't, we can't be the idiots who got an exclusive with Kay and never used it. Yeah. Um, so knowing that audio is sort of a, a specialty of mine, I hosted the, the podcast for USA Baseball and a number of others. We did the Tubby Smith show when I, I got on at High Point and uh, had some success with that as well. So just sort of knowing that this was something that I was interested in and as an area of expertise, given my years of production there too, I had sort of tossed around the idea of, okay, uh, you know, I've listened to the Freddie Adu podcast, the American Prodigy one that Grant Wall did for Blue Wire that was so great. And then they followed that up with a Ken Griffey Jr. version that was really well done, even despite not having Griffey for an interview. And I, I sort of was like, okay, let's turn it into a narrative podcast. We can keep it about the Cameron crazies to a degree, but we've got Kay talking about them. So why don't we just build the story around those parallel lines of Duke's progress while Kay was their coach and the, the, the rise to prominence of the Cameron crazies. So it still, it still allows us to tell the story that we want to tell it actually makes the K interview more pertinent and um, it's finally like a thing, which is the most exciting thing. Like it, it's, it kills me to have it, most of my work is play by play and right. it's seasonal. And I know you feel this way with this, like you're not going to have to sit on this interview with me before you put it out. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, just a constant grind the daily. And that's what I worked with in sports talk radio. And I know you do that too. And uh, it was a different type of, of uh, anticipation with this because some of this stuff, some of this footage, some of these interviews, like we've had them in the can for six years. So uh, it's, it's, it's a sensation that I'm not used to. So it's cool. It's really cool for me to be like, okay, this is finally turning into something. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I, I could ramble on and on. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns and even interceptions thrown. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections and you can come up and win ten times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Make sure you use promo code Locked On, and that promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Pick allows mixed sport entries, as you can combine football, basketball, and any other sport. It's an awesome thing to check out. As also, make sure you use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made up in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use promo code Locked On or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. 
Well, let's go into more of the specific, why the Cameron crazies, why this perspective? I know you mentioned this really isn't the big top. Every year you want to talk about the one and done players, the superstars of the team or Coach K, the coaching staff, whatever it may be. So maybe I'm answering the question myself, but why this angle? Why did you want to go in this direction? Yeah, it's um, I, I was fascinated by it when I covered it for the first time. Um, just as sort of, a, a, I, you know, I consider myself a studier of, of human nature and, and sociology, some <laughs> psychology, whatever. We're all amateurs at that, right? Because you have right. to be on a day-to-day basis. But you dig deeper and you start to learn things like, oh, who are these people that are directing the Cameron crazies? Oh, those are the line monitors. Oh, okay. Well, this person, this one seems like they they are are more in charge than the others. Yeah, that's the headline monitor. Actually, it turns out that's a student government elected position at Duke, which is like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you take a step outside and you see the tents, and it's like wow, this is not just people camping out for tick tickets. Like this is an orderly thing, and there's so much infrastructure there. So Brian and I have been for, you know, they've got certain qualifying events for a group. You, you register your tents to, as, as groups to, to, to qualify to be tenters and have a tent in Shashevskyville. And there are layers of testing. And it's like we, we, we sat in Cameron Indoor Stadium. They pulled the bleachers back and they had piles of, of groups of students working together on this Duke men's basketball history test. And you had to score so well on this test to advance to the next round. And they just continue to filter it down and down and down. And that's, I mean, that's just one of a number of examples of the process that's in place for all of this. And it's just, it's blown up into such, such a, an infrastructural thing. And it's so sound and so technical that uh, it, it's unlike anything else, right? I mean, you see people t- camp out for tickets all the time. You see fans that are crazy in, a, in an in-game environment all the time, but you don't see this everywhere. So that's part of it. And then as you dig into it too, specifically to Coach K, you figure out that in some of the in-game stuff, all right, he didn't, he didn't always approve of what they were doing. And sometimes <laughs> he's had to like, tighten the clamps on them and that it's it was especially in the early going a bit rockier of a relationship so we we take some time to examine that with uh with this podcast as well and it's it's a testament to a his personal growth because i think anybody who's been a duke basketball fan long enough realizes he was a lot more like bobby knight when he got there than he is now right in in the bad ways um so it's a testament to that. It's a testament to their, the administration's ability to build this thing up and turn it into the, the I mean, it's a cultural phenomenon, the Cameron Crazies, right? It's, it's in Krzyzewskiville. And, and the administration there at Duke has allowed it to, to bloom into what it is now. So um, we, we, we look at it from, from all those angles. Darren Vaught is here with us. It's K and the Crazies, a narrative podcast debuting in the new year is I want to keep talking about this as what a fun project this is going to be. A trailer is out already, right? So you can go and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them. Again, K and the crazies is what you're searching for. 
there's a lot of different voices, it seems like, that you were able to get on this podcast. How important was that, Darren? And kind of tell me how that came to be, that you were able to get so many, not just Kay, which as you're saying, yes, is very hard to kind of land that exclusive interview, but you need more than just one voice to kind of tell the story. Yeah, and and it, it's at the very center of this. Before we even landed the the Coach K interview, it was a story more about people you don't know. Right. There are two Cameron crazies, Duke grads, now in their mid to late twenties at this point. Um, that that if you listen, you'll you'll come to to know, and I think you'll really enjoy them and grow to love them as characters. Their name are their names are Connor and Andrew, and uh, they are part of what is now a legacy tent, which is the only of its kind in Shashevskyville, referred to as Das Boot, and that is a a um of course a, a beer fest movie reference and they explain that in there why they named their tent das boot <laughs> but if you go to shishevskyville this season there will be a tent called das boot and it's carried on it's a it's a it's a again a legacy tent and it was a goal of theirs to create it so when we started covering shishevskyville we we just happened to meet these guys and they were engineering students who sort of bucked the the convention of yeah you know you just set up a crate uh, and 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 put or a pallet you put you set the pallet down and you put a tent on top of it and they're like well no that's idiotic because you're letting the cold air underneath your your setup so they have like buzz saws and we've got footage of them constructing this. I mean, it was a mini house and they've That's got a amazing. white picket. They've got a white picket fence <laughs> that they put outside of it and a mailbox. And it was, it was awesome. So those are two of the stories that, that those are two of the voices that I think are most important. We've also gotten an interview with Kim Reed, who is a Duke grad and she's commonly credited by, of, uh, as being one of the original tenters. So she was, part at least part of the small group that originally thought hey you know what we really want to get into this game why don't we camp out and that first year they did it it started with she and about 10 other people and then hours go by next thing you know there are 70 tents out there and that's when it all started so kim is uh, a, a central character i would call in this as well. And the cool thing, JJ, is that we recently talked to her for about an hour. Kim's daughter is now a freshman at Duke. And we just found out the other day, she's going to be in Das Boot. She got into the legacy tent. Like this cool, (laughs) it's this awesome full circle sort of thing. And we, we connected her with the Das Boot people after talking to her because she explained, man, like my daughter, she would love to be in Das Boot because she knows like she's been indoctrinated and is all aware of everything Cameron crazies. And uh, so I'm really, really, really excited about that element of it. But you mentioned it in the trailer. You hear from Nolan Smith, um, Bob Harris, longtime play-by-play broadcaster for Duke is in there. We talked to Kevin White for an extended period of time. Um, And we've got some others, that are on the books, but since we have not like recorded them, I don't, I don't know about name dropping, right. <laughs> uh, but there's a, there's a lot of voices. And again, because it started as a documentary film project, 
I think we sort of we sort of took it from that approach with with video. You can always throw up a, a lower third of the person's name, right? It's a little bit right. different editing with audio. You can't really just like throw in a bunch of voices and make it work. But we're going to I mean, that's I, th- I think we've blended it pretty well um, as it started as a, 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 a video project. And we've sort of ushered it into this this audio audio medium that's a little bit more difficult to get tons of voices in there, but we've, we've got the important ones um, for sure. And here's the good thing. It looks like Duke fans are excited, right? So I'm excited to kind of hear the story, but then following you guys on social media, you're already climbing the charts in the podcast world without ever launching an episode just yet. You've only got the trailer out there. Again, we're chatting with Darren Vaught, who is uh, making the narrative podcast K and the Crazy set to debut in January 2022. So you still have interviews to record, Darren. That's interesting. So (laughs) what is the finish line then? How do you know what the finish line is for a project like this? Uh, So we've got an outline. And, and that is sort of dictating it. We've got, we, when, when we decided, okay, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and have a plan to roll this out. We, we have the interviews we need to tell the story that we want to tell. Some of the other stuff is kind of filler. Um, so we've got these others that are planned and, and editing is, is going to, going to continue to happen. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, it's my first time dealing with a project like this. So I'm, I'm being a little bit of a perfectionist and I'm doing <laughs> most of the editing. So it's like, uh, we, we're going to do six to eight episodes um, with the intent of sort of rolling this out right in tune, in sync with last episode, potentially even the Monday of the, the final Duke Carolina game at Cameron Indoor Stadium, right? So that's the that's the idea. That's the intent. We know that episode one is going to drop in mid-January. If we have eight and we do one a week from then on. That's a great goal to have. It's going to time out. It's going to time out perfectly. Um, But that said, there are some things that we would want for that last episode that we're we're waiting on. And I can I I can comfortably tell you we're trying to get a K follow up. to get him a little bit closer to his finish line to see what we can get out of him. Um, and we're going to talk to the two Cameron crazies, Andrew and Connor one more time okay. to sort of follow up with them because our first interview with them was, I mean, no joke, seven, eight years ago, they were students <laughs> <laughs> and now they're adults. Like well, Andrew, <laughs> like, you know, uh, Andrew lives out West. Connor, I think, is still in New York and he's married. And (laughs) it's this funny thing. And we we did one of these post-graduation with these guys. And Connor specifically talked about like trying to find his DOS boot in adulthood. And they poured everything into this. This was their passion. It was it was it was an outlet for them. And um, I I think it would be interesting to revisit them as well and and see. uh, what they've got going on, like I said, I, I I think listeners will get attached to these two because they're yeah. they're they're fascinating guys. They talk about it in an interesting way, sort of just like why 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 do you do this? Um, and it and it on a broader level, JJ gets into sports fandom, right? Because like yeah. it's kind of bizarre that any of us do this. Why are you so nuts passionate about the for yeah. a team? Exactly, and. Um, I think 
Connor and Andrew sort of hit at the core of that, which is one of our goals was to make this interesting to, to, to sports fans alike, not just Duke fans and, and Duke graduates and, and that thing. And, and I think that piece of it is what's really going to spark an interest with, with generally speaking sports fans. So that being said, the finish line is, I think we're going to put out our last episode the week of Duke Carolina, but we've got, we've got it all plotted out. And yeah. you know, if, if it, if it became necessary to put it out today, all six or eight episodes or whatever, we'd do it. We could. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are certainly missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience. One that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-sugar, low-fat, and high in protein. All the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious with so many flavors. This month, Built Bar is coming out with a whole new limited-time flavors every three to four days. So check their website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. The promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your sports. Bet online where the game starts. The outline's important. You've got that at least, so you can start to kind of uh, know what you're shooting for and that sort of thing. Again, Darren Vaught is here with us. We got to be careful. We could turn this into a psychology, sociology hour if we wanted to, with kind of the way this conversation is going. So, uh, coming out this Friday, though, you've got a Kickstarter that is launching uh, specific to K and the Crazies. What does that mean, Darren? And tell me about this. Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a, a crowdfunding effort for our purposes. Um, it's to cover production and editing, and there's some licensing issues with releasing something like this. Um, you know, there's there's something that's called errors and omissions that you have to cover yourself for. It's an insurance, basically, and um, that can that actually can get kind of expensive, oddly <laughs> enough. Um, so yeah, the Kickstarter is is mainly to do that. We've got, we're going to have some. If you're familiar with the platform, uh, there are some rewards at various levels and that sort of thing. So we've got some ideas. One of which being uh, we're we're getting a theatrical poster made. Um, so imagine if this was a movie and it was a film, the poster that would get made out of that. A local designer is going to create. A, a, we're actually it's a the the sort of wireframe for that. it the yeah. sort of wireframe for it is going to be really really cool so it's going to be a great design 
um, on a movie poster. And, and like, that's one of the rewards. We're tossing around the idea of a launch party in Duke um, or in Durham, rather, near Duke, uh, maybe on a, a potential game day. They've got a, a mid-January game uh, that they host Syracuse, I think maybe like the 17th or something like that of January. So we're, we're tossing around that as an idea too. Um, but yeah, the Kickstarter mainly is to like fund it. And, and we're talking with companies about distribution and it's kind of late in the game, honestly, on those. So uh, the fact of the matter is we might be pushing this out ourselves and that is not free like that. That's not going to be free to us. We've already, <clears throat> excuse me, we've already sunk some, some personal costs into this over years, right? right? Like renting equipment and things like that back when we didn't have our own stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty, you know, pretty self-explanatory, I think um, with the Kickstarter, we hope it launches on Friday. They've got, um, it, and it stands to reason that they want to make sure you're a real person and that <laughs> money at the end is going to go into a real bank account and that sort of thing. But um, it's been backed up a little bit. We're hopeful that Friday it'll get going, but trust me, we will share it uh, uh, until we are so, so tired of sharing it once yeah. that link is up. That's awesome. Can't wait. Can the crazies coming in January, 2022. And again, we'll get back to one final plug for the podcast in a moment. Let's wrap it up though. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk a little Duke hoops here and because we want to, you know, kind of, go around this final season of Coach K being the head coach and eight games into the year. What do you think of the Duke team so far, Darren? I mean, the talent's there, right? I mean, you guys know. I think Paulo is every bit as advertised. Um, given the right circumstances, he's going to have a tremendous year and be a, a national player of the year type guy. Um, I, and it's a weird year. It is, I, I think – and I do a lot of mid-major type games with my role at, at High Point. Um, look out for, for mid-major types. <laughs> I, I think this might turn out to be the year of the upset because most of the good mid-major teams are going to be really, really, really experienced because some of them are going to have multiple six-year seniors. They're going to have grad transfers. It's, a, it's an interesting season. I, I know I just looked at the, I get the, the sport reference uh, stat head emails and I just saw uh, Javante Freeman Liberty is, or Javon Freeman Liberty, who used to be at Valparaiso and was like, he got legit NBA draft buzz two years ago. Right. All now. And he, like, he almost had a triple double last night for them. And it's just, it's, there's there all these reminders. It's like, wait, he's, he's there. Who's here. Who's where. Um, so there are a lot of grad transfers everywhere, obviously. And it's, um, it's, I think it's just going to be an interesting year. Duke is as talented as they've ever been. So that gives them a chance. Uh, but I, I, I wonder if maybe we're not in for just a wacky season overall in college basketball. We certainly could be. Uh, three non-conference games left for Duke before they jump into ACC play. It's also kind of strange, as we're talking here in the, the start of December, Darren, that there is only one ACC team ranked in the top 25, and it's Duke at number three. Yeah, that's the other thing. And, you know, as we're recording this, JMU beat UVA right. just last night, um, which I guess is not a terrible surprise because UVA sort of puts itself in those positions with their style of play. For sure. So it's not the end of the world for UVA. It's not an indicator that 
you know, the best of the ACC is is that much worse right. than usual. But it's it's really interesting because I think the 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 the, expect, the expected out results from the from the ACC preseason, aside from Duke at the top, are sort of getting turned on their head because you see teams like you know NC State's really good. Um, Wake Forest is the surprise of the conference. No they, doubt. That, they might end up being a ranked team and and maybe second best in the ACC neck behind Duke when it's all said and done. So uh, it, that takes some time, right? To sort of for everyone to digest that. You get we got out of the gates. It's like okay, North Carolina is going to have some growing pains. Uh, ooh, here's this Wake Forest team. They're climbing up. You know, Virginia Tech is we think as good as, as they're going to be, but they, they need to show us a little bit more. So I think once we get another, you know, we get to the start of conference play and a week or two into that, and I think, think it's really going to start to crystallize, like, okay, who's legit, who's not? And again, if it's a team, and that's this is the way preseason rankings work, right? If it's a team that was on the in the beginning, they were on the outside looking in, it's just going to take a little bit longer for them to start getting those votes. So Wake Forest might be a ranked team, but they didn't start there. Right. So it's just going to take them a while to get there. So I think others will catch up in the ACC and, and the way that that the conference always works, they're, they're just all going to beat each other up and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be good for them ultimately, but it might dock them some, some rankings and, and, some spots here and there. For and sure. in the heart of it, it can be very worrisome. As you know, you've been around ACC fans for a long time now. And if you're in the middle of February and lost a couple in a row, the sky is falling. It's just not a great <laughs> – it's just what we hear each and every year in the, the basketball world. So that's a whole lot of fun for sure. All right, Darren, yeah, man. here with us. Locked on Blue Devils, K and the Crazies. Give us one final plug, Darren. Yeah, K and the Crazies. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram. So at K and the Crazies, spell it out. There's, I, I tried. There's, I promise there's not a better way to, to <laughs> spell out a handle for those. Um, but we're everywhere you might get your podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, Amazon, uh, and, and plenty of others that I honestly don't even know about because we entrust that in other people to get right. us distributed wherever. I, all I know is, my mother was able to find it where she gets her podcast. So I'm positive you can too. Um, so go ahead and subscribe. We'll love, we would love to have you when the journey starts uh, here in mid January. Can't wait, Darren. Thank you again for the time today. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate the invite JJ. That is Darren Vaught. He's joining us here today on locked on blue devils. Thanks again to Darren Vaught for joining us on the show today. That was a whole lot of fun. I loved listening to that conversation, loved listening to the origin of, how they came to this idea of this K and the Crazies podcast. The Cameron Crazies are the best fan base in all of college athletics. I certainly do believe that. I think we all can agree on that. And so kind of to hear the story of how it came to be, I can't wait to hear more of what Coach K has to say about his relationship with the Crazies over the years. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Can't wait to listen to that. So make sure you check out K and the Crazies again. Follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you would be so kind. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.